0: On his feet.
1: He looks up and gives me a grin and says Hey dude, you too must be from Marin Marin County's A-OK From Sam Stinson, all the way to M.A. Fresh organic veggies in the market every day The day
0: Welcome to the Run TMC Podcast. That is the Run the Marin County Podcast. Podcast about basketball here in Marin County. And with me, I am Duffy Ballard. With me is Dave Levine. And this is a very exciting episode, the first time we are doing an NCS preview with a focus on Marin basketball teams. Dave, this is right in your wheelhouse. This is kind of how we got started with this podcast idea was when you sent out an email summary last year around this time of all of all the teams that had qualified from Marin County. And I know that kind of piqued my interest with regards to how that was received and how many people were fired up about watching some February basketball. So Dave, what do you think? Are you excited? Still excited?
1: Uh, the excitement never wanes, Duffy. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. It was actually exactly a year ago on a day like this where I was nerding out going through the the Max Preps NCS brackets and I sent an email to about, I don't know, I don't know how many people, 25, 30 people just saying, "Hey, FYI, here are the marine teams who are in the playoffs. Here's when they play. Here're the interesting games." And we got all this feedback like, "Oh, this is awesome. This is useful. I didn't know this. Oh, what are these divisions?" And so that kind of got you and me started thinking, like, hey, maybe people are more interested in this than we think. So, Great. yes, very excited and happy to do this little mini Sode where we can just go through the brackets so that people know which Marin teams made it, where are they playing, you know, who are the kind of the fun matchups and players to watch.
0: Yep. Yeah, your email from last year kind of went viral, just like the uh, whatever flu was running around at the Archie Williams Winter Formal this weekend. And we're hoping that our teams don't get unduly affected by that.
1: Well, you as a emergency room physician would know very well about viral things, including viral marketing and viral emails. Yes,
0: yes. Zinc lozenges are good for all viruses, whether they be digital or otherwise. All right, should we jump jump into it here, Dave? Should let's talk. uh, Do what we'll do is we'll start at the very top with the open division, and then we'll toggle back and forth from boys to girls as we go from open down to. Division let's see we do not have any division six teams that have qualified more so we'll, we'll stop at Division five How about that Dave
1: sounds great and then just to remind our listeners we a couple episodes ago we went through this but the divisions for for North coast section the divisions are generally based on enrollment of the school so Division one bigger schools down to division five smaller schools in some cases schools have moved up or down divisions based on consistent years of outperformance. So for example, university is a division three school on the boys side and is division four on the girls side, even though university is really a division five school by enrollment, but just because they've had all these years of success, schools like Branson have moved up divisions. So the open division, which Duffy's going to start talking about for the boys is those are just the six best teams, regardless of size of school. And so those are the really, really, high-level schools, and as Duffy will get to, we, we have a Marin school in there. So we can get going on, on that one if you want to start, Duff, with the boys. Sure.
0: So Branson, back in 1994, that was your era, Dave. They won NCS in Division 5, and yep. now they are competing in Division Open. So the Open Division, six teams qualify. Uh, Ethan Castle did a really nice job of summarizing those teams and what he thought was going to happen on our last episode. And he was pretty much right. So we have six teams, Salesian, De La Salle, Branson, San San Ramon Valley, Granada, and then Clayton Valley, Edged Out University for that last spot. So those are the six teams in their seeding. So Salesian, number one, they only lost one game all year. And Branson, 21 and six, they are the third seed, as I mentioned, and they will play at College Marin this Thursday against Clayton. Valley. And Clayton Valley, Dave, they were Division One winners the last two years. So Clayton Valley got in, but they have a good pedigree. Of note, this is only the fourth NCS where there's an open division. So the, the first was in mm-hmm. 2020. 2021 was skipped because of that unfortunate COVID situation. And then 2022, 20, 2023,
1: Doherty Valley won it last year on the boys' side. So that is open. And- stuff started to add the Branson game Thursday night College of Marin 7:30 tip off if you have not had the chance if you're living in Marin or the city or the East Bay whatever if you're in the Bay area and you haven't had the chance to see the Branson boys play and you have some time on Thursday night I have no you know affiliation with the team I don't coach them I don't know any of the kids go watch them play they're they're incredible I mean they're I think they would compete with some college teams they're they're a very very good team very well coached very fun to watch. Super athletic, and you could argue they have definitely two hands down Division One players. I mean, Jace Butler's you know already signed with Illinois. TT Carr will play somewhere great, and Duff. Uh, they could have one or two NBA players on their roster. I don't know.
0: Wow. Okay. I guess yeah. That's putting it out there. They definitely have at least four four college basketball players on their roster, including Finley Keith, who's a player to watch, and yep. he will. He's definitely a division one type of athlete, although I don't know, do you, Dave, where he might be, what he might be doing in terms of basketball, but he's tall, long, and fast. And the one thing that we know is Branson, they get out on transition, live ball turnovers and go, they are
1: so fast in getting the ball up the floor. And there's, they're really skilled too. Like, I mean, we talk a lot about Branson's athleticism and it's true. They're, they're very fast. They play above the rim. But they also, you watch when TT Carr penetrates, he comes to a jump stop off two feet. His footwork is fantastic. Jace Butler can go left and right and shoot pull-ups in addition to threes. Finley Keefe is boxing out on rebounds. Joaquin is has his eyes up on the break. I mean, these these guys are playing really good fundamental basketball in addition to being really athletic. And that makes them, they're one of the top six teams in the NCS. And, you know, I don't I wouldn't be surprised if they won it. So really good team. Good luck to Branson. Good luck to all the open division teams. That's no small feat to make it.
0: One other quick stat on Branson. This is, they've won 12 NCS championships since the year 2000. So this would be potentially number 13, lucky 13 for Branson. If they take it in the open, but they have not won a division above division three. So two-time defending champions division three. Thank goodness for us at Archie Williams. They're not in division three. So thank you, Branson, for moving up. We appreciate it.
1: And I'll just say, I think you said this, Duff, but this is the first time a Marin school has ever made it to the NCS Open Division, which is very cool. Again, it's only been around for a couple of years. I'll just quickly list the girls' Open Division teams. San Ramon Valley is the one. So notice San Ramon Valley in open, both boys and girls. That's quite a basketball program they have there. Uh, Number two is Cardinal Newman. One of the most fun teams I've seen watch play. If you get a chance to go watch the Cardinal Newman women play, they're phenomenal, super fundamental and and very good. Number three is Carondelet, always up there. Four is Bishop O'Dowd. Five, Akelanes, an excellent team. And then six is Piedmont, also multi-year, great team. So six really good teams on the open side for the girls, but no Marin representation, unfortunately.
0: So we're not going to pay attention.
1: Yeah, we don't care. (laughs) <laughs> this is a Marine podcast,
0: right? No, thank you, Dave. Let's move to Division Two. So on the boys' side, there are two local schools that are in Division Two. We have Redwood and Cam. Redwood's the number three seed. Cam is the number nine seed. Redwood comes in at 16 and 12, having played a very difficult schedule and having had several difficult games in sequence, including the MCal Championship, which was a rather lopsided win for Branson. Tam started the season really well they've scuffled a little bit down the stretch but they have a lot of talent that play extremely hard neil chavez really has them competing at a high level redwood will play as the number three seed they play american uh, and that is on the 14th so that will be wednesday at 5 redwood yep and then tam plays at northgate 5:30, also on wednesday and so the winner of that that tan game will play the winner of Montgomery Bethel. Montgomery is very strong. They have they have a. We played them in our opening. What were the, what were those games? The the ones that don't count day of the foundation game. Foundation game. Yeah, foundation. Yeah, we played them in our foundation game. Yeah. Very very good team. Some shooters, but also a lot of length and athleticism. Move the ball really well. Very tough half-court defense. So that's Montgomery and Bethel. If Cam gets past Northgate, they'll probably play Montgomery, and then the winner of the American Redwood game will play the winner of Benicia and Petaluma. Petaluma also a very strong team they had this kid andy Bai who could really shoot the lights still can't shoot the lights out of the ball but unfortunately had an injury acl injury so he's not playing for them but the rest of their squad has picked it up they they they're very strong as well so division two looks really tough on the boys side dave and do you have anything to add on well on on those teams
1: yeah just interesting to see that benicia is in is in, run, in the running to, to match up with Redwood again. They faced each other in the Norcals. I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago. I think it was last year. And Benicia upset Redwood. Uh, Benicia plays really up-tempo, fast, kind of chaotic, but very tough team to play against. I think Redwood's better, but that'll be an interesting one that if Benicia can get by Petaluma, and I think Redwood will, will get by American, I'm, I'm confident they'll handle that take care of business there and then that'll be an interesting matchup and uh, yeah just to echo Cardinal Newman and Montgomery at the top of that bracket really good teams so fun fun for division two and I'll, and I'll point out that there were no there is a division one for boys and girls but no Marin teams are in division one so that's why we just skipped it I will move on to division two for the girls side and Redwood is the number one seed in division two so congrats to Zach Barello and the Redwood team 20 and 7 and that's not playing easy teams. They played a really tough strength of schedule and that's reflected in their number 1 seeding. They play the winner of our friend San Marin who play Casa Grande, so San Marin is the 9 seed. So congrats to Tony Butler for making it to the NCS and that San Marin Casa Grande game that's a that's one of those 9-8 matchups. That's a that's a tough one. San Marin obviously lives and dies by their defense and hopefully they can get by Casa Grande. The uh, two seed is Montgomery in this bracket. We played them at San Dominico. They, they beat us early in the season before our transfers were eligible. We'd love to see them again. Redwood beat Montgomery earlier in the season. Montgomery's really good. And Miramonte is three. They're very tough as well. So the, the division two bracket, very strong for the girls. And then I should add that Tam also made the NCS in division two. They are the 11 seed and they will play Northgate. So all those games are on Wednesday. Redwood plays Santa Rosa Wednesday night at Redwood, 7 p.m. San Marin plays Casa Grande at Casa Grande 7 p.m. and Tam goes on the road to Northgate. They play Wednesday at 7 p.m.
0: Dave, we saw a little bit of the San Marin Redwood semifinal, and that was a game in which Redwood got out to a very hot start. I think they were up 17 nothing or something like that. San Marin clawed all the way back. The Nottingham kid can really shoot the ball, and then Redwood got you know got hot in the second half. There's a little stretch where they hit a few threes and pulled away. But that that could be a very intriguing second round matchup, San Marin and Redwood in a rematch, which would be at Redwood, I presume.
1: Yeah, I've said it more than once. Tony Butler can coach and he he lost, I don't know, five or six seniors from last year, but he, they found a way to make the playoffs. They competed with a really good Redwood team that's stacked. Tony cut, they cut that game to three. They were down 17, 18 to nothing. I think it was 30 to 27 and then Redwood pulled away. But San Marin's always in games because they can really defend. So yeah, agree. That would be an interesting second round matchup.
0: All right, Dave, division three on the boys side. We have three teams that qualified. So the number one seed university, as we mentioned, they just missed out on the open. And we think that was probably good for them because although they are a really tough team and they shoot the ball really well and they have pressure defense, they don't have a lot of size. So teams that have both size and skill and can handle the ball would probably give them trouble a team like branson branson would give just about everyone or just about anyone a problem so last year last two years uh university won ncs in division four on the boys side and this year they are the number one seed and uh, probably the prohibitive favorite in division three they play rancho katade at tzar tomorrow at 7pm and then dave we are the number two seed archie williams we play Ensignal tomorrow night at Archie Williams, 7 p.m. Please come out and support us. We did play Ensignal once before in January, and and got them. Uh, so this is a rematch. So we we have some tape that we're looking back to see, you know, if they're going to throw. They have a bunch of different zones they might throw at us, and we'll see what they they do tomorrow night. So that is the 2:15 matchup, and then the 5:12 is San Marin and Panola Valley, and the winner. Of that game will play the winner of Miramonte El Cerrito. Miramonte, a very, a very strong team. And so I expect probably San Marin-Miramonte matchup with the winner of that, likely getting University in the semifinals.
1: So that is San Marin and Pinole Valley at San Marin, 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Well, good luck. We'll be pulling for you guys. And what, when again, when Duffy says tomorrow night, that's February 13th, Tuesday, in case you're listening to this tomorrow so really wishing you guys the best of luck. You've put together an unbelievable season. And uh, and I've seen University play a number of times. We've talked about them. Really fun team to watch. Very skilled. You're right. I, I agree. Not not as big as they've been in the past, but still, they just like you guys, Duff, I mean, they, they are in games against bigger teams because they're so disciplined. They're very skilled. They all can shoot. And they really do a great job of incorporating their press to translate that into live ball turnovers and layups or open threes. I mean, they're just everywhere on the court. And then they're just next thing, you know, they've hit three straight threes and they're on a nine O run. So very fun team yep. to watch and That'd good luck be... to con dunning and Sam. Marin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Con, uh, they had a really strong preseason scuffle a little bit at the start of MCALs. They were missing some guys in early games at the event put together a couple wins at the end. So the overall, overall record for Sam Marin is 14 and 12. They have the talent to make a run. They have the talent to, to play with the university for sure. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, good luck to Khan, and and hopefully they can make a little bit of a run. Maybe we see them in the finals, Dave.
1: Absolutely. And you got Nick Cubley. You got a great player that you can ride and he can he can win games for you. Sure. Okay, over to the girls bracket for Division Three, Marine Catholic, the number one seed. So if you're counting at home, we got the number one seed for Marin in D two, and we got the number one seed in D three, and those two teams, Marine Catholic and Redwood, not surprisingly, played in the MCal championship game this weekend mc beat redwood in a really good game i hear i was busy coaching my team to a bcl title which we'll talk about in a minute so i missed that game but mm, mc beat redwood really by bad. 10 duffy i don't like to talk about it but marine catholic great year 17 and 10 but go look at their schedule i mean they played well first of all they played Midi, who's the number one team in the united states of america the number one team in the country they they played just an endless procession of really hard teams so ashley saya put her team through the ringer and it's paying off. They're playing great basketball. They're very cohesive as a group, play phenomenal defense. So they, interestingly, for the girls' division three, 16 teams did not make it. So Marine Catholic has a first round bye. So they get to sit and watch. And actually they play the winner of Archie Williams versus Campolindo. So Archie Williams, Zach Wally's team, got the nine seed in division three. They play at Campolindo over in the East Bay at 5.30, On tomorrow, Tuesday, February 13th, the winner of that goes and plays Marine Catholic at Marine Catholic on February 16th, which is, I believe, Friday night. This is a really tough bracket, Division 3. So even though there are not 16 teams in it, I think there are eight or nine, a few teams have first-round buys. Maria Carrillo, who we played against, San Domenico played against, is a really good team. They're the two-seed, and Eureka is the three-seed, and Eureka is good. They're big, they're physical they killed us early in the season. Again, we were without, we were without Carly Amborn and Tosha Konchak, two really key members of our team, but still Eureka is really good. So I I think whoever makes it to the finals of the girls division three bracket, it's going to be a great, great game. Yep.
0: Archie is 10 and 17 and they really, they've had injuries. Obviously they, they lost their best player from last year. Who is now playing for you, Dave? And but they were they really were scrappy and they they, they got a lot better. I saw a bunch of the bunch of their games, Dave, and, and so I I think they can maybe scratch out a win in the first game, and then MC would be you know a challenge for them.
1: You can't overlook any teams at this time of year. So to be clear, I, I don't know if we we've, we've said this. So North Coast Section, you lose these first round games, you're done. That's it. Yep. Now, there's NorCal's after this, but you have to make it depending on the division. If you make it to the finals, you're, you're granted an at-large berth into the NorCal's. But if you lose a first-round game, if you get upset, it's, it's like the the March Madness you know, NCAA tournament. So Archie can surprise some people. They play really hard. They've got some shooters. Allegra de Carpeña is a really good shooter. They, they've, they've got some players. So good luck to Archie against Campolindo, who's always good.
0: All right, we are moving on to the boys' side again, and now we're on to Division Four. So we have two teams from Marin that have qualified. We have the number seven seed Marin Catholic and the number 11 seed Terra Linda. So they will both be playing on the road. They will both be playing Wednesday, the 14th at seven o'clock. Marin Catholic will be at Lick, and Terra Linda will be at Fortuna. The and then the winner of that TL game gets likely Urban, and Urban uh, was the two-time defending ncs champions for division five now moving up to division four and then mc if they get by lick and i would think they have a pretty good chance of winning that game then they will get i think just no you Ign- ignacio valley and then the, on that side of the bracket the top seed is well sorry gabe the tops overall seed is justin siena and they would be yeah. on the other side of the bracket uh, other side of the bracket, but we think you know so M- MC was able to make a run last year and make it to the semifinals until they got the buzzsaw which was university last year. and I wouldn't be surprised if they make another run. Tara Linda can really be in any game. They beat Marine Catholic during the Mcal regular season. They gave us a really tough battle. They had a lot of close games, and they just play this frenetic style. But they have some talented players, and they, once again, they're a small team that play bigger than you know their their actual height, and they just kind of create chaos, which usually or often will will work will work in in their favor. And Grady Bowers is a, a tough tough kid, great player, fun to watch.
1: Duffy, I'm an, I have a prediction. Are you ready?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Johnny Kearns will be at the Terrelle game wearing a Run TMC T-shirt.
0: Okay. You think he's going to go out to Fortuna to, for that game?
1: I think you're probably right. I think I'm right. Yeah. Either he'll be there or maybe he'll be at the hub. I don't know. But good luck to MC and TL. I saw Lick play this year. They always play hard under their coach, Elliot Smith, who's a fantastic human and been there forever. So Lick is one of those teams that just, you know, it's like Tony Butler. You know, you know they're going to compete. You know, they're going to play hard, even if they don't have as much talent. But an MC... MC is a mercurial team. You know, Mike Sayas can coach with anybody, but they've had some games where they've looked really good, like their game against Redwood that I was at, where they won on two buzzer beaters—one to send it to overtime and one to win it in overtime—and then they turned around and lost to, to TL, who's also a really good team. But you know, and then Redwood probably beat TL pretty easily, right? So it's just—it was an interesting MCAL this year. You never know, right? So good luck to MC and TL in the D four bracket.
0: Yeah, they beat Redwoods twice, Dave, like a,
1: about a week or so
0: apart in those two games. So that's not, right. not, not a fluke. They beat, they got Redwood Redwood twice. So yeah, they could they have the they have the talent to make a run and they have the coaching to make a run.
1: Awesome. Okay, on the girls bracket for Division Four, we have the Branson Bulls. Branson had a an up and down year. They've got some really good players, and they lost a really good player last year in Hannah Golan, who was actually doing great at Point Loma Nazarene and co- playing college ball, but Branson did make it to the NCS. So glad that they're going to be playing in the postseason. They were 11-15 on the year. They are the twelve seed, and they got to get in the car on Wednesday and travel a long way to play McKinleyville. I think, I think Duff, that's a three or four hour drive if I remember. So good luck to to Branson. I want to shout out Avery Meyerberg, Josh Meyerberg, our, our correspondent. Uh, inform me that Avery just hit a thousand points, which is no small feat. So congratulations to Avery, really good player and only a junior. So one more year for her. Wouldn't be surprised if she was playing somewhere in college in two years and uh, good luck to the Branson girls against McKinleyville. And they will play the winner of Arcata Ignacio Valley. If they were able to get by McKinleyville, St. Patrick, St. Vincent's and university are the top seeds in that bracket. I'm very familiar with university we just played them for the third time this year and I'll get to them right now so they are the 2 seed in division 4 university 21 and 6 very tough strength of schedule yeah duff of those 6 losses how many of them were to san Vinico, Dave? duffy let's not <laughs> let's not start controversy but uh, okay but just to state the fact we we beat them three times this year now i will say they beat us four times last year twice in league, once in the league championship and once in NCS. So University owned us last year. We have been and by the way they beat us last year handily. I think it was 10, 12, 13, 20 points, you know. We were able to get by them earlier this year by 10 points each time and then just this past weekend we beat them in the league championship game in a great game at Kizar back and forth and we ended up beating them by two in a incredibly uh, intense game. And I have nothing but respect for University and their team, and I expect them to go very far in NCS and NorCal's. They open with Fort Bragg. They play at home at University on Wednesday, February 14th at 7 o'clock in their their gym. They play the winner of Del Norte and Fortuna if they're able to get by Fort Bragg. And then looming in the distance is St. Patrick, St. Vincent's, the top seed, who's very good. I think University is just as good. So I would would not be surprised to see University winning that bracket.
0: Dave, I think it might be worth mentioning that yes listeners we we do know that university high school is not actually in Rin county, but we are we're covering them <laughs> because because we are pretty certain that there are many residents in Rin County who have either sent their children there or have gone there themselves, and because they are a they're a very close rival yeah. to to you Dave, so that's why they're in there in case you're wondering.
1: Yes, thank you. That's a that's a really good point of clarification. Also, you know the Bay Counties League, which we talk about, it's not quite as Marin-centric as the MCal, but the Bay Counties League includes San Dominico Marin Academy, so there's a Marin angle, and University is just always, you know, at the top of that league or near the top, I should say. So, yeah. thank you, Duffy, for that clarification. Very helpful. Let's yeah. move on to Division Five.
0: Division Five, yes. So we have uh, two Marin teams: San Domenico Fifteen and ten, Marin Academy, six and nineteen. San Dominico is the five seed. Marin Academy sneaks in as the fourteen seed. They both play on Tuesday, the February thirteenth, that is tomorrow. Dave and they play at five thirty. At San Dominico, they play college prep, also in the BCL, but in the Eastern BCL. And yes. then the Marin Academy. Fighting, running Wildcats play at St. Bernard's. And that is, as I said, 5.30 tomorrow, Tuesday. And they will play. The winner of that game gets uh, international versus Tennyson. And then the winner of the College prep. San Domenico game, game gets St. Vincent, DePaul, or Waldorf. The top overall seed, the top two seeds are Hedroyce and Stuart Hall, both BCL teams. Hedroyce has yep. the Iguodala kid and Stuart Hall- is uh, last I checked, ranked was ranked tw- top 25 NCS all divisions based on their record. They are always a very strong team. They did lose to Urban in the semis of that BCL playoff. And they, Stuart Hall won how many years ago with that? They, they, won. I it was two, I think it was last year. Was last it last year? year. Yeah. But, but they, they won state last year. They won state, but they did not win NCS because I'm looking at it right
1: now. They did not win NCS last year. So they're, they're really good. Charlie, their coach does a great job. And, uh, you know, obviously friend of the podcast, Tyler Gaffney has done a fantastic job with the San Domenico boys this year. They've had a couple really close losses. They, they lost to university in the semifinals of the BCL playoffs. University was just too big and and too tough that day for them. But Tyler's done a great job. They've got some really exciting guards. Gavin early is a really good player. He's a junior. That's getting some looks, I think, from from small colleges and Drew Morehouse, a senior, really good player. So San Dominico plays at home, as you said, Duff, tomorrow, Tuesday night at 5 30. And then we, the girls, play right after them. I'll get to that. But should be a good doubleheader at San Dominico tomorrow night. Awesome. All right. Yeah, let's and I move will, on. Well, well just one thing, Duff. People might scratch their heads and say Marin Academy six and nineteen and they made NCS. There, there are certain criteria that you can hit in order to be eligible for NCS. And it's complicated. Duffy knows them knows this criteria better than I do, but it involves, you know, you need to be at least 500 in your league, Duff. You need to be 500 against people in your division, okay. other other teams in your division. So there are different criteria that some teams, even if they have a losing record, like we talked about this with Mike Sia last year, you know, MC went into NCS with a losing record, ended up making it to NorCal and going deep, right? So you're, you're always alive, but there are certain teams... On the boys' side, for example, San Rafael did not make it. Novato did not make it because they didn't meet all the criteria.
0: Right. And, and I don't know, Dave, I'm not, I honestly don't know which criteria Marin Academy did, did meet, but yeah, they, I think there's also, there's a, you, you send in a petition or you send in sort of an application for NCS and you, right. make, you make, you know, you make your point for why you should be in NCS and then the Yeah, I'm sure, you know, Coach Fulton was doing this uh, for you guys. If you're, you know, going to be a top seed, you're making your case for why you should be a top seed. You know, we made our case, you know, with regards to division three as to, you know, how we would stack up against teams that were right there with us, like Piedmont and Miramonte. So anyway, yeah, so there does appear to be, you know, the criteria and then some wiggle room around them. And maybe someday we'll have someone from one of these committees on to explain exactly what happens in the back
1: room and how, how the jump gets made. That would be great. I think, you know, we could have, we could have Fulton or Jeff Skaggs or Tony Butler or Zach Roll or somebody who's gone through this many times, explain it to us as well. And wrapping it up on the girls bracket, division five, my San Domenico Panthers, 19 and nine, really tough strength of schedule played against a lot of the teams that we've talked about. A lot of division two, division three teams had a great season. We're got the two seed in Division Five. We were not able to get the one seed St. Bernards up in Northern California, far Northern California is the one seed. They're a very good team. So we're hoping that we can win our way to to facing them. We play Redwood Christian Tuesday night at seven o'clock at San Domenico. Redwood Christian is a a very solid team. They have a player who scored over 30 a game. We got to watch her. So hopefully we can take care of business there. And then we play the winner of Hoopa Valley versus Head Royce. And if we can. Find our way through them. We'll likely face Mount Diablo, who we beat early in the season. Very good team, and if we can beat them, then we'll we'll probably run into St. Bernard's as the top seed. And for us, you know, again, if you, if teams make it to the finals of NCS, then you are eligible for an at-large berth into the NorCal's. Which you win the NorCal, you could make it to state. So, stepping stones here, take it one step at a time. The other Marin County Division Five school that's going to be playing this week is Marin Academy. They were fourteen and eleven under Coach Kelly Thomas, who does a great job with them. They are the nine seed. They travel to play Ferndale, also tomorrow, Tuesday, February thirteenth at seven o'clock. And if they can win that, then they got to play the winner of St. Bernard's and Credo, which I can tell you right now will be St. Bernard's. And that'll be a, a long drive for Kelly and the crew. But I hope they can get to that game and and give St. Bernard's a run. So good luck to all those teams. Duff, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Well, eight Marin schools plus university on the girls' side made NCS, and I think it's nine Marin schools plus university that 10 made it on the boys' side. Dave?
0: I just want to clarify it's not St. Bernard, so this is not a school named after one of the large breed dogs. Correct. Really good
1: question. I believe it's St. Bernard's. Okay. All right.
0: I, mean, I am how did
1: 82% confident. Team? I'm not sure. Okay. How did they get? They that? are 23 and I think they're like 23 and three or something. They've got a really tough strength of schedule. We've had our eye on them the entire time. You know, on, on max preps, you can drive yourself crazy looking at the rankings and how often they're updated and St. St. Bernard's St. Bernard's just has has for, two months been at the top of the bracket. They're just a really, really good team. And again, they have a uh, a Division One level point guard who I think scores 28 a game. Uh, they're 23 and four and a very, very strong strength of schedule playing against really good teams. So should be a fun game.
0: Awesome. Dave, I want to, before we get to a few players to watch for both the girls and the boys, I want to take you down a, a little bit of a memory lane here and take you back to the 1990s because we do have quite a few listeners that played in the 1990s. Actually, I'm going to start in 1988, and I'm going to read off on the boys' side some Division Four winning teams and then a Division Five winning team or so. So 1988, Tara Linda, one NCS, Division IV. 89 and 90, Sam Rafael, one NCS, Division IV. 1994, Sir Francis Drake, 1995, Marin Catholic. 1996, Sir Francis Drake. 1997, San Rafael. 98, Marin Catholic. 99, San Rafael. 2000, Cam won. Branson won in Division 5. And then in 2002, Marin Catholic won. I could keep going. But anyway, so really a long storied history of success by Marin
1: County teams uh, in the NCS. I Some of my fondest basketball memories, some of my fondest memories of my life were NCS NorCal playoff games when I was in high school. Just, it's a totally different experience. It's, it's similar feeling to, you know, we want, we all love watching March Madness and the, the intensity of those games and the passion uh, with which those kids play. Go to an NCS game, go to a NorCal game. It's the same thing. You got seniors on these rosters where this could be their last game. You know, some of these kids know that this might be the last time they play organized basketball, uh, right? Cause if they're not going to play in college. So, there's real meaning the bonds that you build with your teammates. This is the last time you're going to play with them. We just had that conversation as a team, you know, we beat, as I said, we beat university in the league championship and Fulton and I were talking to our team before the game and saying, look, we got, you know, call it three, four weeks left together. That's it. And we have seven seniors on our team that mean a lot to all of us. So there's great passion in these games. They're really fun. And that's a, that's a cool walk down memory lane that you just, you just gave us. I remember a lot of those teams.
0: All right, a couple of players to to watch, uh, Dave. I'll do a few on teams that you know we expect to be in the mix, making deep runs on the boys' side, and then you can do the same for the girls. I'm not going to give you the number one stars because we've talked about those, but to some other people, this is very subjective. But Dave, just based on what I've seen, and I'll start with Branson. Ty, Ty Landers uh, is in was in the starting lineup. He's a sophomore. I think he's about six seven, six eight. And really nice shooting and touch, and he was in starting lineup for at least for them Cal final. Uh, and so if they get into foul trouble, get up against a team with a lot of size, you could definitely see him in there. And then Redwood, we expect them to you know, be in the mix for an NCS Division Two championship. BJ Fisher and Brennan Woodley, both very good perimeter players who can take it to the hoop. They really. Hurt us in the second half of our semifinal game against them last week, Dave, with drives to the hoop, machine kind of on both sides, attacking the rim. And jumping down to San Marin, and we think that they could win a couple games at least in, in the NCS. Grant Means is kind of a player for them, a guard who, can, I believe only a sophomore, He really can do a little bit of everything. A nice glue guy and shoot the ball, can attack the rim, both hands, a you know, very skilled player who's going to be a very good player in, in the league for another couple of years. And then Joe Hammond and Marin Catholic kind of really gets that team going. They really kind of turned around when he came back. He was a transfer, Dave. And when he became eligible, they, that was shortly after that, they got a couple of wins against Redwood. Joe hit a game winning shot against Redwood and he kind of helps get the ball to Charles and get him in spots where you know, he can score, get out and run. So Joe Hammond, uh, really, you know, sort of makes them tick right now at this point in the season. And then for, for us, Dave, we've kind of had. In you know, in the games where Owen Bugas has not go, gone, you know, gone off and scored a lot of points, it's been you know any number of other guys. But Dante Stallone had some injuries. You know, after he came back from you know once again not being eligible early on because of transfer, and then the last game against Redwood, he scored 14 points in the fourth quarter and really his shot looked like it was back. He had an issue issue with his his thumb that kind of threw off the shot a little bit, and, and he really looks like he's back. And then. The Grady Stewart and Julian Nickel on the defensive side of the ball at
1: the guard position really make us go defensively.
0: So just a few guys, a few Dante, people to look at.
1: Dante was unbelievable in that Redwood game. I think what did he have four, five threes? Yeah, and just really clutch, change that game, got you yeah. guys back in it. So okay. very fun to watch. All right, that's, what do you got? Dave? That's that's it. Okay, okay, cool. Thank you. So on the girls, on the girls side. Yeah. I mean, so many fun players to watch. I'll just rattle off a few that come to mind on the Redwood side. I I could talk about the entire roster on Redwood. Zach plays 10 players. Uh, They're all good, but I think Redwood lives and dies with the energy from their guards, Maya Sable and and Rue Todd. So they are the engine that makes it go. They all, they both shoot threes. They're scrappy, good ball handlers and just great energy players. So love watching Rue and Maya play MC. Oh yeah. Duff go. I think while we're on Maya, Eric Seibel is a very good basketball player himself,
0: and we've played against him in adult league for years now. Great player. Got got a great little mid-range game. Can take you oh. down, shoot, shoot right over the top of you, but also hit the three scrappy defender. So she's had some good coaching and one-on-one play at home, I would I would uh, surmise, Dave.
1: And a great guy. Eric's an awesome guy. I think he's listened to a few of these. He's, he's at every game and he's an educator himself. He's he's a really really good guy and yeah, sweet jumper. Good good player. Uh, plays with a lot of energy. For Marine Catholic, Maddie Dayton is, you know, one of the best players in the league and a great player going to play at Wesleyan next year. She's kind of the engine for MC, but I love the way Cecily had plays as well. MC's got a bunch of players. They're just they're a very fundamental team and Ashley does such a good job getting them all to buy in. So defensively, they're locked in. They're switching from man to to their 1-3-1 seamlessly forcing turnovers, fundamental, making the next pass. Really good team. So Cecily and Mattier are to watch there. For our San Domenico Panthers, obviously Carly Amborn is the best player in any gym that she walks in. I, I, I can't think of a game. We've played 28 this year. She's probably played in, I don't know, 15 of those because she missed the first couple months. But I don't think we've had a game where she hasn't been the best player on the floor. She's very fun to watch. If you haven't had the chance to watch her, Come watch her play, and if you don't get to see her play this year or next year, uh, you'll just turn on ESPN in two years, and you'll see her when she plays for Stanford. But she's really good. But the one that is also to watch for us is Summer Jenkins, our point guard. She she doesn't score as much as she used to, but she doesn't have to. But she's just energy and intensity and our leader on the floor from Marin Academy. I love Amelia Thomas, great kid and a great player. Their leader, super talented kid, and then uh, Avery Meyerberg at Branson. Uh, We talked about her. 1000 point scorer. And then I'll quickly shout out University Olivia Sonens, actually Marin kid, transfer from TAM, great player, a junior. She will play in college somewhere. Really tough to guard, she gives us fits. And Gabby Kelly at University, got a, is going to play at Penn next year, Division 1, really good scorer. And then finally at San Marin Quincy Dean, really good player for Tony. Again, it's all for San Marin, it's all about defense and just playing tough. Taking the charge. So, those are my my players to watch on the girls' side. I could I could talk more and more, but Duffy, I I will try to re- restrain myself. Yeah,
0: I wasn't going to try and name all the players and all the teams did, but yeah, you know, I should probably let's do that. I left that. <laughs> it was around the roster. Gus Gus Freed with the University, even though the University is not a <laughs> school, he he kind of makes some tick as a as a guy who is strong defensively and offensively and gets the ball to the shooters and really
1: attacks well kind of a point guy in the press but anyway let's
0: let's stop name dropping dave
1: let's do that great good Uh restraint duffy as always this was going to be a 15 minute episode somehow we got to 43 minutes here we go well thank you for listening hopefully this was useful we basically you know that that old adage that mean this could have been an email i guess this could have been an email but it was an email and we decided to turn it into a podcast, but hopefully this is useful for our listeners. Go out and watch these kids play. They've worked hard all year. This is the culmination of, you know, we all started on Halloween night, right? Duff, October 31st was the first day of practice. Here we are mid-February. And this is where that all that hard work comes to play. We got NCS. Here we go. Yep.
0: And for our correspondents who've helped us out this entire season, we appreciate you. And if you are are at NCS games, please shoot us an email afterwards or voice memo would be great. Johnny Kearns. And yeah, we'll, we'll mix it in, mix that in uh, content into either a standalone episode or into our next episode. And also Dave, we can turn this into an email because with the, the help of our AI Engine at Podbean, it does a transcript of the entire thing. So we can just cut and paste it and put it to a really long email. What do you think?
1: Amazing. Love. Hey, this AI thing is going somewhere, Duff. We should look at investing in it. Yeah, let's get some NVIDIA stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Go out and support local high schools, and we'll catch up soon. We have, by the way, we have some great episodes that we've, some great interviews that we've banked in the last two weeks that we're excited to release so we'll get one out i don't know duff when's our next one coming out next week it's whenever we get around to it dave but most likely next week maybe friday maybe this friday okay we'll see we'll see how we do in ncs right we see how busy we are yeah i've got some film to, to to cut up
0: well dave thank you very much great job organizing this as always and This has been the Run TMC podcast. That is the Run, the Marin County podcast, a podcast about basketball in Marin County. And this episode really was only about basketball in Marin County, other than university, which we kind of counted in Marin County. So thank you for listening. And we'll be, we'll be back at you again soon. Bye-bye.
1: Burke's on his feet. He looks up and gives me a grin and says,
0: Hey dude, you too must be from Marin.
1: Yeah.